0: you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host.
1: Well, it's the friend zone with Tim and Guy. Come to the friend zone and have a good time. Yes, it's the friend zone with Tim and Guy. Cause making friends is- of all time hello so and no welcome along.
2: oh shit
1: no but you got the right idea it's the friend zone that's right for those of you wanting to listen to mine and tim batts plight as we continue to punish ourselves with sex in the city uh this is not the podcast for you to those of you who just want to check in with us and one another and see how life's going enjoy all that is great about friendship uh You've come to the right place. I am Guy Montgomery, uh, joined online, as always, by Tim. How are you, my friend? So good, guy. You've got this lovely puppy. Who's yeah. um, incredibly destructive. Yeah. But oh so cute. Well we this was sort of impromptu this conversation. We didn't we didn't plan it. And I was saying, Can we go now? Like, can you record now? And you wrote back, not exactly, this fucking dog man Christ. Yeah yeah it's about a quarter of the work of eyeballs. having a
2: baby i'm up to my eyeballs and dog yeah it's very it's because he's actually he's been very good at sleeping so when he does a big long sleep now he's got this pent-up puppy energy that he's just got to fucking launch somewhere and i'm the sole parent of this dog during the day so he's just unleashing all of that onto me and he because so he, he's so young he doesn't like to play by himself
1: is rufus in the studio
2: right now He's right behind me. He can hear us. Ah. Has Rufus done a pooze in the studio yet? Nah, man. He's so good at toilet training. He just, like, he hasn't... He's, he's not shit anywhere except where he's supposed to in the toilet bowl as we taught him. And uh, he's only done, like, one wee where he shouldn't, and I think that was because he was on a big car journey.
1: Well, how about that? That's, uh, that's pretty good for a young, for a young dog. And so, pretty good. It's the morning. You got your dog. You've had some brekkie. Life's good. Life's good, man. Life's pretty good. You feel good about the day's prospects?
2: You know what, guy? I do. I received some some good news yesterday. This isn't oh. the usual thing we talk about on the friend zone, but should I give you a quick? Uh... Please got um so i put uh, i came up with this idea ages ago for a, a web series and i won't get into what the story is because someone might take the idea but um i put a proposal in for a little bit of funding and it's got through the first round so i've got me and my friend jack have a little bit of money to uh develop the idea some more and then pitch it as a as a show which hopefully they'll give even more money to or going to plan
1: hey that's red hot my friend congratulations
2: thank you we should see how it goes I've never written anything before like uh, you know I haven't written a lot of narrative stuff so I'm not sure if I can let's find out uh-huh. if nothing else it'll be a, a fantastic test and guy you've been getting right into your bloody street ball recently
1: uh, yeah I've been playing a lot of basketball I'm, I'm looking forward immediately at the commencement of this I'm going to be going to play uh, my housemate and friend Ken uh, we've We've just finished a, a series where we played the NBA Finals. So we played a best-of-seven series, uh, and I took it out 4-3, which meant I was treated to a dinner and drinks on Ken's Gorgeous. Dime. Gorgeous. Uh, and I've spent a lot of today. I, In fact, not long before talking to you, Tim, I spent 40 minutes talking to the oldest man in America, who's called Curtis something, uh, as he coached me through filing a tax return. Um, and... <laughs> It's really interesting because you get sort of designated. I'm using this thing called TurboTax, and you get designated this tax expert. And uh, Mm -hmm. it's a one way call, a camera call. So he's just on the top right corner of my screen, just this guy who is literally moments from death. Uh, Oh, my goodness. And he's got. Is he a friend? Uh, Yeah, I'd say he qualified. We had a few smiles and laughs. At the end mm-hmm. when he was telling me I had to fill out a feedback form, he was like, so you got to be nice. And I was like, of course. Um, so yeah, it's been, you know, it's what a day. We've got taxes, we've got basketball, we've got a puppy, we've got a bit of development funding. I mean, you know, we're hitting a lot of different creative and age benchmarks between us right now.
2: There's a lot going on. Don't you think? And we really should get into these messages because I know we don't have long to record. I don't think this is the first time I bring this up either. But the plethora of feedback that we need to provide to service people these days, particularly, well, almost solely for online stuff, but things like Uber as well, it's really sullied human relations because you don't know what people's motives are. You can't tell a nice person anymore from someone just chasing
1: that five-star dream, you know? Interesting. Uh, I think... I understand your skepticism, but I think by and large, uh, like, true decency shines through. You know, you still got a sense for the humanity. I think the online feedback forms, what shits me about that is I'm like, you took this job away from a person who was the feedback form, and now, I don't know. You Wait, know? what?
2: <laughs> was someone back in the day ringing and being like, hey, we just wanted to find out how our co-worker did? Can you please knock on them to me, a human? Yeah,
1: to me, a person. No, not necessarily that, but it's like they outsource everything to machines, and then I don't know. I don't know what I am saying. I'd rather not. And then get the into machines it. rise up. That's yeah, what happens. Like that. Uh, this message is dated the seventeenth of December, two thousand eighteen. Hello, guys. I have a request slash proposal for you. But before I get to that, I'd like to give you some backstory on how I got to this point. That I'd is, like to hear it. Truly the record scratch. You're probably wondering how I wound up here of introductory paragraphs. Um, my name is Nathan Lewis. I live in Toledo, Ohio, and I'm a recording engineer. One of my projects is a boring local podcast called Toledo Matters. It's actually a really good name for a small town podcast. Uh, I'm also a D&D dungeon master. And About a year ago, someone told me to listen to something called The Adventure Zone. This led to a black hole of binge listening to every episode of this show and all the many other podcasts from the McElroys. Most recently through this process, I've discovered Till Death Do Us Blight and The Worst Idea of All Time, which I absolutely love. Yes! I'd like to, I'd like to ask your permission to do a podcast using your for, your format from Till Death Do Us Blight with my two younger brothers. We will call this show Till Death Do Us Blank. Now, here's the fun part. If you're okay with this idea, we'd really love you to fill in the blank and pick the movie that my brothers and I will have to watch for the rest of our lives. Happy Feet. We will, of course, send any listeners we may have back to your shows as the the impetus for this new future of podcasting format. Please let me know what you think. In either case, keep up the good work. Love all your shows. Thank you. From Nathan. And I don't know if you picked up on that, Nathan, but you are literally going to be watching Happy Feet for the rest of your life because Tim Batt decided on a whim so i've just all of our
2: decisions get made absolutely if you want to go by the true format then it's going to take a split decision call so from either guy or myself based on nothing no other
1: information just gut i'm responding to this message roughly two months after it was sent Mm. uh so this correspondence just got sent out into the world it just floated in purgatory for two months and then I have provided no apologies for my tardiness, uh, nothing save for the two words Happy Feet, capitalized Happy Feet. to represent what movie they'll be watching. So uh, congratulations, Nathan. Good luck with the podcast to you and your brothers. Congratulations, Tim, on a great choice. Thank you. And uh, I'm an
2: executive producer of this podcast now Onwards, I made a decision. Onwards is the march. Dear Tim Tam and Mont Blanc. Blanc. Mont
1: Blanc, Mont what does it actually mean? Mont Blanc, something white? Yeah, it's a, it's the White Mountain, it's a, a French, I think it's a French mountain, Very maybe good. even a watch brand? I'm likely, you, I think you're right, I'm, uh,
2: do you reckon they've ever used Matt LeBlanc? I'll move on. I'm likely too late to stop at this point, but please don't do Season 4. I love you brave boys very much, and I don't want to lose you to the madness. Plus, I figured the three of us are roughly the same age now that I've entered my 30s. Listening to my peers describe how they're wasting their youth on a frustrating, arbitrary, and inane activity makes me think about my shitty job too much. <laughs> oh bully! But I'll keep throwing money at you on Patreon either way, so do what you want, I guess. With that said, I wanted to relay a pleasant experience I had on the podcast recently. After finishing the recent re-upload of season one, I've begun listening, re-listening to season two. And at about the episode, tw- oh, sorry, at about uh, the twenty-four minute mark in episode eight, drummer Tim excitedly describes what he believes to be a Linux desktop running on Samantha's computer. Although it was mostly just for the bit, it uh, did my heart good to hear a seemingly normal person wax enthusiastically about free is in is in beer and is in freedom and open source software and the community around it. I also feel glad knowing that there's at least one person out there to whom I'd never have to explain why iTunes won't work on my weird computer. Uh, and my favourite bit is when Tim replies to Guy's question, is Linux good or bad with It's good. It's open source, brother. It's the future <laughs> That's all, you good sweet boys. Please survive long enough to do another show in the States. Say my name at full force Stuart Lepresti from Florida. Sorry, Rufus. He got all
1: upset at my volume. Uh, well, thank you, Stuart. I felt like a lot of that correspondence was probably more in the Tim Bat wheelhouse than the G-Mont car. True that. But uh, a pleasure, as always. Uh, and I remember Tim very excitedly observing that. I was excited because Tim was excited. Um. I've but been... then I
2: think it turned out to be like a really old version yeah. of... It was like XP or something, just at a weird resolution, so it
1: looked That's a bit right. funky. Uh, Tim, this was seen on the 17th of December 2018, and it's mm-hmm. just a link to a news article that says, see this, keep up the good work, fellas. The headline is Missouri Poacher Forced to Repeatedly Watch Bambi While in Prison. Ah, uh, Yes. And uh, did you did you catch wind of this story? Yeah, this is one of those fabulous news
2: stories that we get sent uh, a few times on Twitter when they happen, and I love getting them. It's bloody so, funny.
1: a U.S. poacher in Missouri has been ordered to repeatedly watch Bambi as part of a sentence for illegally killing hundreds of deer.s uh, He's been sentenced ordered to watch it at least once a month during his year long jail sentence. Um, deer. Yeah, he's been killing deer
2: what a what a fuck although i don't know maybe deer are, are they a problem anywhere in the states namely where this guy is no he was a poacher
1: so what he was doing oh was he's was a poacher illegal. sorry
2: right 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 uh I got I, my um attention split by a puppy who does not realize how high the jump is off this chair attempting yeah, to make a no, break
1: this guy sounds like a real ass and yeah. uh I do like it when judges get creative with their punishments or their sentences in this way. So thank you yeah, for the correspondence, I- <laughs> Steve. And uh, it's go, always Go fuck yourself, Ben.
2: It's always interesting, isn't it, when judges get a little rambunctious because it makes for a bloody good headline but then you're like, Well hold on a minute. <laughs> you're the judge. Yeah. You should probably not be, you know, having a lot of fun at work with your creativity.
1: No, nah, but, you know, they can. Uh, also, by the way, I said f- go fuck yourself, Ben. I meant to say David Berry Jr. I don't know where Ben came from. If your name is Ben and you're listening, um, please... No please. backsies. Okay, no backsies. So you still have to also go and fuck yourself.
0: Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European Linen
1: an objective, professional, licensed professional, tell my problems to, so that when they tell me what they think, I know I'm getting it straight. That's where BetterHelp comes in. That's right. BetterHelp have a big pile
2: of professionals to talk to at your convenience online. You've done a bit of therapy, right, Guy?
1: I started doing therapy during, uh, there was a pandemic, I don't know if you remember, and the benefits were immediate and long-lasting. To help give you skills that you can use when you are in stressful or anxious situations. Honestly, it's changed my life for the better. I guess that's why they call it BetterHelp. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash all um, I would like to say thank you so much
2: to um, uh, Catherine Benson who chucked us a few bucks um, via PayPal through Westideofalltime dot com. God bless you. There's no message there, so maybe Catherine sent us a um, an email or something later, which we'll find. Oh, but right now, guy, I've got a bloody picture on an email, which is good. I'm just waiting for it to load. Oh my God, this is amazing. So we've got like um, a huge sheet of uh, paper and a lot of drawings on top of it, which I think explore different aspects um, of grown-ups too that we got through in the season. We've got um, uh, one beautiful image here that says, Welcome to Stanton. And it's got a big Kmart in the middle and the sun's shining. Uh, we've got a deer with a big pink brow and its antlers. Um, we've got a school bus. Ah, there's all sorts of stuff going on here. This is brilliant. We've got a gun brandishing cop outside of Kmart and a school bus. What What are the this materials used phenomenal. on this picture? I would say the medium is coloured pencil, if I had to guess. Um, but let's read the email. This is really beautiful. I'm going to post this on the um, on the Facebook uh, artistic representation. Oh, sorry, artistic interpretation of what existed in my mind after 52 weeks of pods. Debuted this bad boy right before the first watch party with some mates. Cheers. And that's from Philip. I hope he doesn't mind me saying this. Linfoot. God, it's good. I'm going to I'm gonna post
1: this. Yeah,
2: you, you should. run everyone can enjoy
1: it. Uh, thank um, you so much, Philip. I'm looking forward to seeing that picture myself. You take over, Guy. I'm going to cuddle a dog. Hey, Timbo and Guy Guy. I've wanted to send a message to you two boys for a very long time, and now I've finally got around to doing it. I'm a no. self-employed musician, drummer in the northeast of the UK, and for the last four years I've had a job playing drums for a pantomime show. These Christmas seasonal <laughs> performances typically last around 70 shows, with two shows a day.
2: Oh, so, fuck me. With
1: only a few days off between the end of November and mid-January, the work quickly changes from being fun and interesting to the depths of what a human can mentally endure. A lot oh, of it bet. is audience-dependent. The audience is consisting of families being generally the best, since the adults can laugh at the rude jokes. Sorry, a lot of it is audience-dependent. The audience is consisting of families generally being the best, since the adults can laugh at the rude jokes. But the audiences consisting of primary school kids are a bit more lackluster in laughs. Oh, like, too But, cool what, for but school. what they lack in a developed sense of humour, they more than make up for the sheer share drum-bursting power of their screams. There's four of us in the band, me on drums, a bass guitarist and two keyboard players with two keyboards each, making all the cheesy sounds you could possibly imagine. Over the course of the two months, we slowly get driven insane, quoting the show in our spare time, amongst any other kind of coping strategies we can come up with to survive. (laughs) The band usually have little, that part was good tonight, or that joke bombed tonight, quite like your own Shining Light segment. We also talk about the plot holes and delve into the lore of the show and possible theories and explanations of what could have caused such grievous plot holes. I feel the similarities between how we cope mentally and how you two fine gentlemen structure the worst area of all time. I just found out you're going to be doing another season of the worst area of all time. It's a potent mix of emotions, excitement, dread, anxiety. As long as you guys come out of the, the year with your mental state relatively intact, then what could go wrong? This last bit is just for Tim. Sorry, guy um and then they actually didn't write that last paragraph at all oh what uh no they did i'm just choosing not to read it oh man come on guy what does it say much love from the uk wish you both the best holiday season say my name james carmichael wow you're really not gonna read it huh are you playing drums still tim Having followed you guys for such a long time now, I was stoked when I'd seen those little Instagram clips of you on the drums. If I remember correctly, they were part of a show you were doing, but I can't remember much else. I hope you're still playing. Yeah, man, I bought a children's
2: drum... Well, it's not... It is sort of a children's drum kit, but it's not a toy drum kit. It's a real drum kit. It's just miniature. Uh, And I still have them, to answer your question. I have not been taking lessons, but I would like to. Um, I took lessons when I was a young boy... For not long. And it just kind of stuck with me. When, the I when
1: I was a young warthog. When I was a young hog
2: It's from The line. King. Damn it. That would have been so funny. I just realized that the very next email I had was the exact same message from James Carmichael. And I could have read that um, paragraph when you refused to. Uh. Fuck. What a, what a missed op. Here's one from Brody though. Dearest Timbo and Guy Guy, having just listened to your most recent friendzone, I'll note that this was sent on Christmas Eve in the year of our Lord 2018, uh, having just listened to your most recent friendzone, I became curious about something. A fellow friend of the show mentioned that the knife was their patron saint, and it got me wondering. I was hoping you might be able to give a brief or extended history of the knife slash knives. Are you still a knife guy, Tim? And if so, what knife should we be praying to now? Keep up the good work, gents. Say my name, Brody Robinson well the first knife was purchased at a closing down sale of a dairy uh, or what you call a convenience store in america uh, in central auckland where i live and it was it was a weird little kind of flick knife thing made people very nervous when i brandished it uh, especially guy and then i i lost it on a trip to the united states because i um did not put it in my checked in luggage did i guy took it through security i did that's exactly what you did and then i bought another one which was very similar in new york city when we went over to do some live shows and uh wouldn't you know it i did the exact same thing again and the knife got taken by airport security once more um I believe there was a third knife, but I I can't even remember what happened to that one. But there was recently, and ever so briefly, a fourth knife, so brief that I don't think Guy even knows about it, um, which was when I went on a a big hike, a multi-day hike in the bush with some friends over the Christmas, New Year period just been. We bought a a, a knife, which was ambitious, to uh, cut the fish that we were definitely going to catch, and then we didn't. And I inherited said knife, and then uh, it, I promptly lost it, like immediately lost it. So I had it for about a day. So the answer is the spirit of the knife will live on forever. It is not made manifest in physical form currently as I speak. But I'm always on the lookout to find another vessel uh, to sort of bestow that knife energy. I honestly, so on the hunt.
1: I honestly like it less when you don't have a knife. Yeah, because uh, the idea of what you know what might happen, the fear of that is greater than you know you just holding a small knife. But that's... and the way you phrase that with the double negative guy, I
2: think is very indicative of how um, how much you don't want to admit to that fact.
1: Hi there, good boys. I don't have a clever name for you. Also, I don't know if this is friend zone quality. Well, oh. you've got the self awareness to have passed the test. Ever since hearing the announcement on Death Blight 4 about the new season, I've been considering sending you to a suggestion for helping watch the movie together, but delayed on it, thinking that it wouldn't be of any use. But listening to the second episode and Tim Sorrows, I'm five minutes in as I type this, I thought it was worth it. Though, I noticed that this being after the New Zealand International Film Festival, and you saying on Death Plight you've been saving up episodes, this will actually be getting to you a little late. Ah, uh, anyway... I'm a lonely internet nerdlinger and I live in Australia, and all my friends are in other countries, mostly America. And we watch movies and such together all the time using the website rab, rabb.it. It can be a bit janky at times because it feels like the site is expanding its number of users faster than its servers can cope with it. Uh, so sometimes we'll go to use it and it will be down for maintenance or some such. Or they'll have just updated it and it will work worse. I know Justin McElroy's word aware it exists because he mentioned it on the second, the, it, the Adventure Zone Zone episode where he said he used to sometimes jump into public rooms to spy on people experiencing the Adventure Zone episodes for the first time. So maybe you boys already know it exists. If not, the site is hard to explain, but there's like... A shared web browser inside your web browser. And if you can find a thing to watch, it will be synced up for all of you. And then there's optional text chat, video chat, voice chat. Some of it sucks, but some of it's good. And I don't know other services to do the same thing to let me be antisocial. I don't want this to seem like an ad for a website. That pisses me off a lot. Oh, I don't want this to seem like an ad for a website that pisses me off a lot, though. So maybe not zone material. I just want you two to get to watch the movies close to like being physically together as possible reduce the madness eh i need to go back into this episode and also get dressed i just got got out of the shower and i'm a massive fucking procrastinator seeing this seemed more important than clothes my laptop is burning my foot see you boys danny
2: (laughs) what a journey
1: danny's Uh, the man i've never heard of that website Have you uh i have not heard of that website no but uh, certainly something to look into for future records. Um, thank you so much, Danny, for that correspondence. To, have you got what? Do you want to uh, wind, it,
2: wind it up, Tim, with one more? I just want to say that website sounds real cool. I'm going to check it out, Danny. Very cool indeed. Mm. Uh, Layla. Yo, Tim and Guy! During my freshman year of college at UC Berkeley, a strange girl wandered into my room before I was headed to a party. As I was getting my fruit-themed costume ready, she started challenging my very conservative roommates to rat battles and meowing on the floor when everyone stopped paying attention to her. She has since been one of the friend- uh, funniest and one of my favourite people I've ever met, and two years later we are close friends. For the first year of our friendship, however, I only knew her by the name Rat King. I'm a regular listener of the worst idea of all time and it was not until one episode in which you guys went off on some improv side t- uh, t- uh, tantrum and started imagining Putin braiding together the tails of rats into a rat king like some demonic flower crown that I realized this was where my friend found his self-proclaimed title. She turned me onto your show during our sophomore year when I was lost in the quagmire of deciding my major between media studies and whatever else. And somehow the chaotic disarray of your comedy duo kept me sane every morning during my dog walks. So thank you for your service. I hope you both tour in Los Angeles or San Francisco sometime as I would love, love, love to see you both at a live show. From the genesis of Rat Woman, Layla
1: Chamberlain. Uh, 10 out of
2: 10 post.
1: Yeah, it's beautiful and what a wonderful way to end this catch up. Um,
2: it was the very spirit of what the friends on is Guy. Friends, becoming friends using the podcast.
1: I en- love it. Enjoying the benefits of friendship. I love it too. I love you. I love Rufus, even though I haven't met Rufus. I hope you have a wonderful day and achieve everything you set out to do. And that message is not just for Tim, but for anyone listening. And I hope yeah, I Guy loves you beat ken's ass at basketball
2: yeah best of luck with that but also best of luck to ken so in a way best of luck
1: to no one noted uh well that's it from us see ya well it's the friend zone with tim and guy come to the friend zone and have a good time yes it's the friend zone with tim and guy because making friends is the best idea of all time